Hello, everyone. Hey. Hi. Hi. We're starting the podcast. What is the podcast called? Ula, people. Mm-hmm. Living family devotions at home. Oh, something like that. Yeah, living family. Why would we call it living family? Because we, we live in God's world. No, I think Gabrielle. We should actually call the real name we living are God's child. Leave, living, leave, living podcast family Jesus. Oh, that'd be a great name, Living Podcast <laughs> Family Jesus. I maybe I could still change the name. Um, and the logo came from Caleb's heart cross drawing that we love to. We all like to do the heart with a cross in the middle. Jesus is in our hearts, and so Gabrielle's right that well, it's because we live in God's Word. We are the body because of it, and we mm-hmm. are the lambs, mm-hmm. and He is the shepherd, mm-hmm. and He is the head. Oh wow, <laughs> that is tremendous! And He is the little God. God. Yep, He is He's the our maker Savior, of God, the best God, perfect God. Yeah. Only God. I saving God. I've been thinking that um God been teaching everyone about love. Like mm-hmm. we is it are his body mm-hmm. this part. Okay. The middle. Mm-hmm. The middle. And and animals are your are his legs. Oh. And and the earth mm. is his head. Is his head very fascinating? And he is also his head. But God, and most importantly, is God is with us. We can't see God, but He's with us, and He's blessing everything all the time. It's yeah, just why, incredible. Why we can't see God is because the angels and God is invisible. Mm-hmm. We have a new chapter today. Do you remember how we ended last time? Everybody was. Back with Joseph, all the brothers. Yes, Gabrielle? Um, what are we going to sing today? Oh, we're going to sing something first. Yeah, we forgot mm-hmm. to sing after we I got, I do it. You're right. After we do our opening, yeah, we like to sing. Well, this is my harp right here. Is this a harp? No. No, what is it? That's my ukulele. Is it a soprano, tenor, or alto ukulele? Alto. No. Soprano. Yes. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. <laughs> this is a, a table prayer that starts with ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 So this is Genesis chapter 44. Now we can talk about what was just happening. They all came back and they brought Benjamin this time and they got a little surprised because Joseph Stewart said, please come for lunch or come into the house. And they're like, we're going to be attacked. But instead of being attacked, instead of being attacked, what happened? They actually ate lunch. They had lunch. They had a feast and Benjamin got... The most. Five times as much. You remember five times as much. Do you hold up all your fingers, Elsie? 
five times as much as this number of your fingers in your hand, five times as much. So that's a lot of food. I bet he couldn't finish it. Or if he did, his name would be like written on the wall for congratulations, you finished the big meal. Um, but after all of that fun time, what did Joseph learn so far about his brothers by giving Benjamin more than the rest, what was he trying to find out? Whether they like still cared about Benjamin or if they treated Benjamin the same way that they treated Joseph. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle? I was going to say that. The same thing? Elsie? Um, maybe Joseph, um, Joseph's brothers are like, uh, we should have not done this to Joseph. Oh, yeah. And I think Joseph's trying to find out how they think about that. And are they doing to Benjamin the same things that they did to him a long time ago? Are they picking on him? Do they not really like him? So he's finding out by watching them. Because do they recognize Joseph? No. No. So he can watch them without them knowing that he's watching them. He can also listen to them talk in in Hebrew Mm -hmm. without them knowing that... He can speak Hebrew because that's that's was his language growing up too. So he knows Egyptian and Hebrew. Well, now there's going to be another test. Are you ready? So in chapter 44, Emma, why don't you kick us off with the first couple verses of chapter 44. Now Joseph gave these instructions to the steward of his house. Fill the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry, and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Then put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did, as Joseph said. Okay, so everybody's getting the food they came for, everybody's also getting their money back, and... The youngest brother is getting a silver cup. Whose silver cup? Joseph's. Joseph's very important, super special, second person, most powerful in all of Egypt, silver cup. <laughs> Everything yeah. silver cup. And, and even he can't get it. I wonder what it looked like. It's probably beautiful with jewels on the side or something. It I have like plainish, whitish, grayish color silver. for mine. Mm. Isn't it so cool that they could make such fancy cups like that uh, out of shiny silver? Do yeah, we have any we, silver cups? We don't. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. You have glass cups. You know, we don't. in my picture what the silver cup looks like, it looks like oh. it's all gray golden. All gray golden. Very With nice. With in golden gray mm-hmm. beautiful so it's all like that yeah but Give you should, what were you thinking we we do need money but what we need most is god yeah he is That's, our shepherd and he takes care of us he does everything for us he does things that are really kind mm-hmm even even though we don't want to believe in Joseph, just like I only believe in God, not you guys. Right. 
or anyone else. That's right. I just believe in God. Good. Good. Okay. Great. Because he loves you most and best and forever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? And Joseph wants to know about his brothers. He, I think he really does care about his brothers still. And he, he's wondering if they've changed. There's been a lot of time that's passed. So now we've got another chance for Benjamin to have something different happen. Here's what happened next that Joseph wanted to happen. As morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, go after those men at once. And when you catch up with them, say, why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? So he drinks from it, but he also used it for divination. He's pretending to be like a fortune teller of Egypt. You know how he predicted, but it was really God predicting the mm-hmm. seven bad years, seven good years and then seven bad years. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? So he's he's saying that he uses that cup for divination. I think that would be like fortune telling. This is a wicked thing you did taking my silver cup. Go ahead, Gabriel. What does divination mean? Well, that's what I think it means. I think he's talking about connecting to other spiritual forces for telling the future. And Joseph told the future, didn't he, Gabrielle? Mm-hmm. And he told the future. It's kind of like future telling, not fortune telling. And it's like, this is what's going to happen. This is your fortune. Is sometimes when you tell people what their future will be like in this life. Like, you're going to be so rich and have two palaces someday. That's a fortune. And Joseph could say to the Pharaoh in Egypt, and he did say from God, he said, you're going to have seven good years and then seven bad years as far as food. Right? So that's divination. So, but the point is, now the steward is coming after the brothers and they discover the silver in their sacks. Elsie? Um, just like, um, Joseph, like, wants to be, he wants to act out like the king or whatever. Yeah. Like the palace garter mm-hmm. or speak Spanish <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, maybe he did. He's, he's enjoying... Well, I'm sure he was a great blessing and finding some joy in his role. Hopefully he found a way to be content with his role even when he was in jail and serving in prison. Well, this is what happens. He caught up, the steward caught up to the brothers and he said all those words to them. But the brothers said, why does he, why do you say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal silver and gold from your master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my lord's slaves. So now they're saying, if you open our sacks and you find silver, what will happen? We should be punished with death. 
I know. It is crazy. They were all going to become slaves if they found this. So he says, very well, let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave. The rest of you will be free from blame. And this is the steward talking for Joseph, right? And so he's doing... He's doing exactly what Joseph had asked him to do as they find out this test. Well, who do you think is going to get in the biggest trouble for having special things in his sack? Benjamin. You're right. You guessed it because he's got the cup. Well, each of them quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded to search, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. So everybody finds out on the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, they tore their clothes. Why did they tear their... Have you ever torn your clothes? No. Why did they tear their clothes? This happens a lot in the Bible. But that... Yeah, it was a sign of weeping and mourning. For a long, long time in history, people would show their grief and their sadness and sorrow by tearing their clothes. King Hezekiah did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and prophets did that. This is in the book of Genesis. And we find the tearing of clothes. Don't even drink it. Gabrielle? And they wouldn't, their father would be even sadder. Because mm-hmm. Benjamin is their youngest son. And Benjamin is like the mm-hmm. only child he like, he. He loves loves him very much. I think he loved all of them, but he did especially still love Benjamin. And And he can't let Benjamin go because he said that, right? He doesn't want Benjamin to go to Egypt. And then he had to, so he sent him, remember? So now they all loaded their donkeys up with their torn clothes and they go back to the city. Oof, now they're just feeling miserable, like we have to go back again and make this right. Well, Joseph was still in the house when they came back, Judah and his brothers. They threw themselves to the ground before him. So he can see that they're feeling what? Very, very sad. Yeah, and, and humble and miserable. And he said, what is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination? It means like you can't hide secrets from me. Don't you know I can find these things out? And they say, what can we say to my Lord? Judah replied, what can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves. We ourselves and the one who is found to have the cup. But Joseph, so they were saying we'll all be your slaves now since this was true. But Joseph said, far be it from me to do such a thing. Only the man who was found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you go back to your father in peace. So why does he say this? Where he makes a difference between Benjamin and them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he wants to know if they're just going to be like, so be it. I guess we just have to do this. Or if they're going to stand up for Benjamin and say, our father didn't want this to happen. It's a testing of their hearts, isn't it? Just like he's finding out. Do you know what? When things happen to us, God God knows, but he tests our faith too. 
but he does it not because he doesn't know if we believe in him or not, but he does it for us so we can know. So sometimes we go through troubling things in life, like we go through COVID and it makes us afraid or it changes our lives and it's a little stressful or worrying. And what does that bring to our reminders for us? Um, that God will be with us. Yeah, and we talk about, it tests our faith, and we we talk about it. We get to show it. We get to share it, and mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a really, really good thing about all of this. Elsie? Um, maybe, maybe they just don't know who this man is, but it's just Joseph. They're mm-hmm. just figuring it out. Why don't Joseph just take off his special clothes <laughs> and, and show leave them in the spot mm-hmm. and just show them? Show them. He will pretty soon, but he's learning right here. He said, so the rest of you go, but leave. Go back to your father, but leave Benjamin. And he wanted to see if they were okay with that. Well, Judah went up and he said, Pardon your servant, my lord. Let me speak a word to you. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we said, We have an aged father. There's a young son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead, and he's the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said, bring him down to me so I can see him for myself. And we said, he cannot leave his father. If he does, his father will die. But you told your servants that unless he comes down with you, you won't see my face again. So when we went back to your servant, we told him this. And our father said, go back and buy some more food. But we said, we cannot go down. If Only only if our youngest brother is with us will we go. We cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Is Judah telling the truth so far? Yep. Absolutely. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One of them went away from me, and I said, He's surely been torn to pieces, and I've not seen him since. If you take this one, Benjamin, from me too, and harm comes to him, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in misery. So now, if the boy is not with us when I go back to your servant, my father, and if my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, sees that the boy isn't there, he will die. So he's, they're saying, if we go back and Benjamin stays, it's going to kill our father. He'll just be so miserable. He'll be so sad. Your servants will bring the gray head of our father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. I said, if I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the blame before you, my father, all my life. Now then, please let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not let me see the misery that would come on my father. So Judah said he was willing to do what? Judah said he was willing to do what? He was willing to be he was willing to be a slave in place of Benjamin. Exactly. He was going to take his place. What did Joseph learn? If you're willing to take someone's place, what did Joseph learn from that? Well, that they all really loved Benjamin then. 
Mm-hmm. They were willing to die for him. Mm-hmm. And that means they were fully sorry for what had happened before, and they did not want to do any of that anymore. And Judah was just pleading for Benjamin's life, which is mm-hmm. what they should have been doing in their hearts for their brother Joseph a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. What if I would do a test? And I would be like trying to find out if you guys were divided against any of your siblings. Do you think I'd find out or somebody else, we'd find out that you would defend each other and you'd say, no, we cannot. We love our sister. We're not going to leave here without her. Probably. But not everybody has that kind of love. Um, And our love for each other comes from... It does. It comes from God. It's not just because we're born into one family, but it's because of God's great love for us makes our love become deeper, right? Mm-hmm. And that we don't want to just love you because you're my son or you're my daughters, but love you because God loves you and forgive you and be patient and kind and sacrifice ourselves for each other, right? Powerful. That is powerful love that Joseph got to see. So now, he in chapter 45, next time, he's going to reveal himself, finally. Okay? We'll get to see what that looks like as he shows himself to his brothers. All right, let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your great and powerful love in our lives. Thank you for never leaving us alone, but pouring your love into our hearts, forgiving all our sins, promising us eternal life. It's the, it's the goal of that love and that comfort that we would be people who get to share in it and show that love and, and give that comfort to those around us. So continue to help us to look to you, um, for what love is and to share it with others. Continue to help us repent over times when we're selfish and unkind and unloving, uh, that you would change our hearts again, just like you did for Joseph's brothers, so that we would stand up for every person and be willing to sacrifice our, our wants and desires for their greater good. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, 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 say now. Ha, ha, hallelujah. He, 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 he saved us. We've got the joy of the Lord. Oh, 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 say now. Ha, ha, hallelujah. He, 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 he saved us. We've got the joy of the Lord. Oh, 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 say now. Ha, ha, hallelujah. Saved us, we've got the joy of the Lord. Wow.